Hi, this is Mark Rabin. I'm now facilitating an innovative change management workshop that features an interactive web-based simulation from a company called Experience Point. I'd love to bring this to your organization and I can offer an early adopter discount. To learn more, visit www.markgraben.com EP. That's slash EP for Experience Point. Hi, welcome to episode 90 of Lean Blog Audio. It is August 31st, 2015. This episode is titled Another Conversation About Lame and Lean in Manufacturing and Healthcare. Now, it's far too common to see somebody with just a little bit of understanding about lean do things that really shouldn't be described as lean at all in terms of the decisions they're making or the approaches they're taking. So I saw an article about lean in physician practices that was titled Lean Practice Management for Physicians. And you can find a link to that and the other things I cite here by going to leanblog.org slash audio nine zero. I cringed a bit when the author said, quote, in lean management programs, there are levels of belts based upon the colors found in karate, white, yellow, green, black, and levels of black. Well, no. That's an example of what I call lame or lean as mistakenly explained. It's a really awkward acronym and maybe it makes more sense when you see it, L-A-M-E, or again, lame. Reading uh, about, quote, levels of black makes me chuckle and it makes me think of uh, my all-time favorite movie, This is Spinal Tap, and their discussion about uh, an album cover that was all black. Uh, here's the scene. It's like how much more black could this be? And the answer is none, none is that good? more black. So anyway, sorry for that distraction. But as I commented on the article, uh, you know, quote unquote belts, uh, that's really a Six Sigma practice or it's a Lean Sigma thing. I mean, yeah, I think it does make a difference um, to point out that difference between Lean and Lean Sigma. I mean, somebody from a Toyota factory isn't earning Lean belts that would signify any level of education or experience. Now, there was a reader comment on that article that said maybe more meaningfully, and uh, it said in part, quote, patients are more unhappy than ever. We have gigantic six foot by nine foot boards with pockets that have statistics, graphs, etc., which neither the staff nor certainly the patients can see what this is all about. It looks again like the company is interested in numbers, not patients, end of quote. Now, who knows if you know, the, the data supports the patients being more unhappy in that situation. It's, it's possible if the term lean is misused or abused. Now, I mean, it, it's a common problem to have huge boards um, you know, full of statistics that staff don't understand connect with or use. Uh, I see many so-called huddle boards that are forced on departments, but they don't get used. The staff don't huddle or, if, or maybe they sometimes just go through the motions. Now, some organizations misunderstand lean and think that it's about posting a ton of charts and graphs. Now, we can have charts and graphs in an environment that's patient focused. These charts can be connected logically and emotionally to staff, their work and their mission. But it's often a clumsy top down initiative, as I think that commenter is saying. Now, senior leaders sometimes go and do a site visit to a fine organization like ThetaCare and they draw the wrong conclusions about what they saw and what they need to do. As W. Edwards Deming used to say, quote, I think that people here expect miracles. American management thinks they can just copy from Japan, but they don't know what to copy, end of quote. 
So how many executives come back from a site visit not realizing they need to change the way they manage and that they are responsible for changing the culture and not just forcing people to use um, new tools? Now, here's another complaint about Lean. It's a type you might see online. It says this, quote, I'm an RN and have taken part in two Lean processes, the first being a 5S and the second an RPI. The 5S program was much needed and made good common sense. Its focus was arranging and making accessible much needed medical equipment. The second lean process being an RPI was a terrible experience. The leader sought to standardize patients. All patients had to meet a time requirement regardless of pre-existing conditions or complications. The leaders had no functional or clinical knowledge in the area of expertise they sought to implement their changes. Staff like myself were encouraged to participate but our suggestions were shot down repeatedly. Now, there are many valid concerns brought up in that story. In the second, quote unquote, lean process or rapid process improvement event, as it was apparently called. So my friend Pete Abela said uh, on Twitter in response, hmm, we standardize processes, not people or patients. That's weird. Which consultancy did they hire to help them? Now, I don't know what consultancy it was. There might not have been a consultant involved. I mean, we can standardize processes, that, but that doesn't mean every single patient is treated the same, exactly the same. As I saw at a hospital clinic in Toronto recently at an eye clinic, the team, including physicians, helped standardize that, uh, you know, what supplies are kept in each room. They had input into that process. The standardization saves them time each day since they have what they need where they need it. And standardization didn't mean every room was exactly the same. They're far more consistent compared to before. Now, as the nurse complained uh, about in the story above, you know, trying to fit every patient into a time limit isn't lean. I've blogged about this before. Planning a day based on typical exam or treatment times doesn't mean you have like a basketball shot clock that buzzes and says the patient has to leave because time is up. If lean project leaders are forcing changes on people and aren't really seeking input, that really shouldn't be described as lean at all. Again, it's more likely an example of lame or the acronym might be lean is misguidedly executed. Now what follows is um, an email discussion that I had with an organizational design consultant who has a client that is quote implementing lean um, or as I've suggested uh, before maybe practicing lean is a better phrase because they, they don't seem to be very good at lean yet. Now the conversation is shared with her permission and I don't know who the client is. She wrote I love reading your perspective on your blog, even though you're in the health industry and I'm in manufacturing. I would really appreciate your perspective. Is Lean supposed to eliminate human error or is it supposed to inspire more mindfulness at work or both? Well, I thought that was an interesting question, so I replied. Thanks for your email. I'd say that Lean works to reduce human error, but recognizes that we're human and that mistakes are pretty inevitable. That's why we need systems and error proofing to help prevent errors or make things robust against errors. Now, I'm not really sure what's meant by uh, mindfulness in this context, I, I continued to her. How would you explain that? If it means be more aware and be more careful, that's not what Lean is going for. We're human, so we get fatigued, distracted, forgetful. You can't change that human trait. But maybe you can improve the system to reduce the number of distractions that occur. And she replied, well, I work with a manufacturing company right now, and I have the feeling that they're trying to create human robots. I guess with mindfulness, I meant that people are willing, able, and ready to look for a better way of doing things. 
I don't think lean is meant to be so error-proof that people won't use their brain and own judgment anymore, correct? There must be room for creativity and innovation. So, uh, you know, this is what I, what I say. You know, creating human robots is not lean at all. I'm not the only one who says that. Look at Toyota as a keen example of an organization that practices respect for people or respect for humanity, as it's called. That includes recognizing our human limitations and engaging everyone in continuous improvement. Standardized work is not meant to replace judgment or creativity. So I wrote back to her. Right, the goal is not to turn people into robots. Far from it. Employees help define their own standardized work. That's one radical idea that comes straight from Toyota. They aren't just told what to do, the employees. They are involved in continuous improvement, being creative, speaking up, they can follow a standard process, yet still have lots of room for creativity and innovation. So she replied, thanks so much for taking the time to respond. I really appreciate it. Your response makes so much sense. I'm not a lean expert, but a lot of this stuff is common sense for me. However, common sense doesn't seem to be common these days. And there's uh, a winky face. <laughs> so I wrote back. I wonder where this manufacturing company's apparent misunderstanding of lean comes from. An outside consultant, one of their own leaders, the problem with lean is that you can't cancel out decades of bad habits. If a company treats employees like dummies or just a cost, they aren't going to see or believe in lean as a way to engage people. They'll just use lean tools to accomplish their existing goals through their existing mindsets, which is a shame, but it's not unusual. People will then say, well, eh, lean failed, but that's not quite right. Her last reply said this. No, they drive these changes down from the corporate office, and they, try to, they totally try to rush through this change. Their quality is at its worst at the moment. Not surprising as they totally start to burn people out, and the operators who are supposed to follow standardized work have no information about what's going on. Their only involvement is that the team leaders are taking videos of them. Totally crazy rollout. The other challenge I observe is that they're simply not good in communicating the lean journey. I agree with you. It's a shame. That's the end of the email exchange. Now, rushing through change doesn't work. And that's one key point of the change management workshop that I'm now teaching and facilitating. Burning people out, forcing standardized work on people, taking videos of people without engaging them. Yes, that's crazy. It's not just poor communication. It's lame. L-A-M-E. I'm not sure what we can do about that, but it sure is annoying, whether it's happening in a factory or a hospital. So again, I'd like to hear what you think. As always, you can go to leanblog.org slash audio nine zero to post a comment on uh, this episode. And uh, thanks again for listening.